Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. My guest today is Jeff Kozatek. Jeff is a speaker, a coach, a trainer. He's an entertainer. He even knows how to juggle, sometimes known as Jeff the Amazing. <laughs> Welcome, Jeff, to Live on Purpose Radio. Thank you, Dr. Paul. It is a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Jeff the Amazing. That's what your family calls you, right? Uh, on my good days, yes. <laughs> you have been on a mission to assist people to do what this show is all about, to live on purpose. And yeah. I'm sure that that comes from a variety of different experiences that you have. Could you take a moment, Jeff, and introduce yourself a bit to our audience and what it is that drives you? Well, hello, audience. Uh, my name is Jeff Kuzdek. I like long walks on the beach. I'm a <laughs> sunset guy and really into art. <laughs> <laughs> No. And, and that's about it, huh? That, that's me. That's me. I also like cheese and uh, bagels with uh, plain cream cheese. I'm not a big strawberry cream cheese fan. <laughs> Jeff, um, you know what? I have worked with coaches. Now, you you do life coaching as well as speaking and, and presenting a message of empowerment to groups. There's I do. There's almost always a story behind that about what brought you to this place. Well, that that all of that comes from decades of not living my life on purpose. Uh, when I was a kid, I received the message that I did not have value or was not worth anything unless I did something. If I mm-hmm. performed, then it seemed like people paid attention and uh, gave me their time. And if I performed really well, then I got smiles. I learned that I could do that through entertainment. If I got up on stage, then people had to look at me. (laughs) And Uh, then it was polite for people to applaud at the end of the show. Right. That that felt really, really good. And um, as a kid, I wanted to be significant. I wanted to feel like I mattered, that I was worth people's time. And I learned to do that through uh, entertainment and the arts. And that led me to, uh, to become a professional workaholic. So, because, you know, once you got off stage, the, the applause died down. And really fast, actually. Yeah. And then I was just left with myself and with this idea that uh, Jeff alone uh, w- was not worth anything. And that did not feel good. So uh, I created a a career in entertainment, uh, doing comedy juggling shows, stilt walking, uh, MC stuff, game show hosting. Uh, Eventually, I opened up my own entertainment company and uh, worked as a booking agent, uh, an event management guy. I worked in casting, uh, produced theater and video and radio stuff. Uh, But it was all about 
finding value and proving to the world and uh, to myself that I was worth something. So the, the purpose was literally to earn value externally. And there was, there was no focus and no drive other than, Hey, look at me. (laughs) Can you see me now? And it wasn't until about five to six years ago uh, when I met a guy named Jeff Arthur with the values conversation that I went through uh, my first coaching session and realized that, no, I actually had value uh, in just being a human being mm. and figuring out who I was and what my values were and, and what my, uh, my vision and mission was. And from that, I was able to, to stop chasing down external value, <clears throat> excuse me, and live more in my intrinsic value. And from that, I was able to start living my life uh, on purpose. That makes sense. Your story sounds so familiar. Well, there's a movie out there or something about you, right? Right, right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I've I have known so many people and have experienced this myself in different details, but the same themes that occasionally we will get stuck in this chase or this scramble to find or somehow define our worth or prove it. I think you used the word prove. Yeah. And you had a discovery a couple of years ago that it's not about that. No. (laughs) And that is so freeing. Uh, That creates some relief, doesn't it? Absolutely. The, the, the piece that I find there, it, it's, it's fascinating because when you stop trying to earn value through your successes or, you know, hey, look at the circumstances I've, I've overcome. This mm. brings me value or look at what I own or look who I'm married to or look at my children or look at who I know. When you set all of that down and you just sit in the fact that you have intrinsic value that cannot be lost, stolen or increased, it is always full the the freedom that you have to just sit and and be present with somebody else uh Mm -hmm. to really enjoy uh what you're doing is totally worth the work in my opinion this word intrinsic uh that it's built in i think you know what came to my mind jeff was the founding fathers and the declaration of independence We should talk more about that. Unalienable rights, which basically means they can't be granted, they can't be revoked. They're they're intrinsic, to to go back to your word. And you said something that really caught my attention. You said this intrinsic worth cannot be increased. And it can't be decreased Mm -hmm. either. Right. But it can't be increased. And if it can't be increased, then why the heck am I doing all this stuff? Right. And there's I, some good answers to that. But if we change the purpose why we're out there doing things. Yeah. Uh, would you speak to that for just a moment? It can't be increased. I, I like to look at it. Um, my whole thing is about value and talking about a value meter on a scale of one to 10. Mm 
you know, okay. 10 being max and, and full and one being, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like for me, the value comes from the fact that, that, that we were created and right there, you know, boom, you've got everything you need. And then from that, what you, what you do comes from that. It's yes. As a, as a kid, I had it reversed. I thought that I, what I did brought me value. And now I realize that staying in my value leads me to do certain things. Yes. And even if you, if you don't, if you take the, the creation piece out of it, if you just say, okay, well, you're randomly, I came together to this set of circumstances. I mean, if you look at everything that has to be lined up just right mm-hmm. for us to be walking around this planet, I think that's pretty miraculous in and of itself and worth something. Right. And so if every day we're taking in messages that say, hey, you're, you're not enough unless you have the latest iPhone 17,000 or, mm-hmm. you know, you wear these shoes, you have this, you know, this constant barrage of messaging that says you are lacking, you are lacking, you are lacking. There is a, there is a, uh, a gap here that needs to be filled. Instead right. of taking in all those messages, if we could hashtag wash our brain with the message that we do have value and that we are enough and that standing on the fact that it is complete and that it cannot be built up it allows us to stop chasing um, and being so reactive. Now we can start living on purpose and being intentional with our time, uh, with our talents, uh, with our resources. And that's a place that I'd, I'd like to be Dr. Paul. Mm-hmm. If I was going to be honest with you and I'm, I want to be honest. <laughs> Thank you for being honest on this show. Yeah. Very You're welcome. You know, my my drive for uh, value in, in entertainment led me to uh, Los Angeles, California to pursue a career in film acting. Mm-hmm. And along the way, I met my wife and um, uh, we ended up getting married. And then we ran into this crazy stumbling block. Uh, I had a, let me back up just for a second. Mm-hmm. I had a, a two-person comedy show and we would do a 45 minute show. And then afterwards we would spend two to three hours decompressing talking about what worked, what didn't work, what we like for two to three hours. That that's not an exaggeration. Wow. So we spun the value that we felt from the 45 minute show and we, you know, doubled, tripled that. Mm -hmm. So when I got married, my value is still tied up in what I did and I was used to decompressing with my, with my performing partner. So I talked to my wife for two to three hours. And after about five minutes, her eyes just glazed over. And she was, <laughs> she was out. Right. I mean, she was there, but she was not there. And I looked at that and I was so frustrated when we first got together because I thought, this is what I do. And, and if you're not listening to every single little detail about my day and my work, you obviously don't care about me. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time for me to realize, oh, no, wait, no, no, she's not, she's not painted. She got five minutes in, but she's, she got what she needed. 
Yeah. And it doesn't mean that she doesn't love me. She actually sees me for more than what I do. And that was, I thought, what's wrong with this woman? <laughs> like, I all of a sudden, I, I don't have to prove myself to her. All of a sudden, I don't have to earn her value, earn her, her love and respect through my work. And that was a big, uh, big paradigm shift for me. Yes. That opens your eyes to some whole new possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was wow. really hard to, to accept because nobody else did that. Mm-hmm. But I'm extremely grateful that, that she did because that started me on a whole new journey. Wow. We've introduced some really awesome principles that I get pretty excited about. As we come back from this break, Jeff, I think you've also honed in on some very practical things that people can do to remind themselves of that value. Can we get into that after the break? Absolutely. Folks, this is Jeff Kozatek at Live On Purpose Radio. We'll be right back. Do you dream of making a bigger difference more of the time? Have you thought about life coaching as something that you would like to offer? If you are an influencer or a speaker or a leader or a coach, this webinar is for you. In this webinar, I'll share with you seven important clarities that are absolutely essential to setting up a successful life coaching practice. If you're ready to take some courageous steps to add life coaching to the services you offer your clients, register now at liveonpurpose.coach forward slash webinar. That's liveonpurpose.coach.com forward slash webinar. And we're back with Jeff Kozatek at Live On Purpose Radio. Jeff. Oh, man. You've got me excited today. This idea of intrinsic worth, I have believed that since I started believing it. (laughs) That that makes sense. I can follow that train of thought. Yes. Isn't that profound? (laughs) And, And yet we sometimes forget or we lose sight of or we have a different perception of our value. And that tends to be what drives our behavior and our feelings and our emotions. Have you noticed this as well, that there's a difference between the perception of our value and what it actually is? Uh, I see that all the time in sports specifically. You know, you're... Mm-hmm. You're only as good as today's game. You know, you might have had a great game yesterday, but what can you do today? Mm-hmm. You know, and and even in school, you know, the the people that get the attention are the ones that are on the honor roll. The people that get the attention are the ones that do all the extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. You know, if, you're, if you're not there, you kind of slide to the side. Mm. Um, and then in in business. You know, we celebrate and honor the people that are doing, doing this, doing that, doing this. And so it's really easy to start looking for our value in, in, in what we do. And when we don't, then our perception is, oh, well, shoot, I'm not, 
I'm not doing what that person's doing, so I must not be worth anything. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you listen to somebody's uh, story, you know, maybe they overcame um, the cancer. Their cancer went into remission. You think, wow, look at what that person is, has gone through. They're so much more valuable than I am because I, I haven't had to face that. Or look at the loss that that, that person has faced. Or, mm-hmm. you know, look, they've, they've made all of these quote-unquote mistakes in their lives, and now they're out speaking and they're writing books. They're so amazing and they have so much value. I haven't made those mistakes. <laughs> I've got, I've got nothing. And I got nothing. Right. But I mean, don't we, don't we do that? We compare our story to other people all the time. It's either we're not as great as them or we didn't hit the same low that they did and bounce back. If only I had a low like that, then I could come back and make millions of dollars selling my story. And I mean, all of that drops our our perception down. And when our perception is low, you know, if we go back to that value meter, if we perceive even the slightest deficit, maybe it's a nine, we think we're a nine point nine, 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 nine. Still feel like we have to fill that gap with something. And then it leads us to either defend our, the value that we, we think we have. So we, we don't, we're not generous. Uh, and and that that could be a whole other, whole other <laughs> that's a whole conversation, yeah. Right, or or we start attacking other people to bring them down to our level, uh, or or we just disassociate with people. We're like, I'm not going to mess with you because in my head, I I see you as a as a ten or maybe even eleven, or you know. And so we 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 protect ourselves, and I don't think that's living on purpose. I think if we're if we're able to to stand on that intrinsic value that doesn't change, then we're able to be present. Then we don't have to defend. Then we don't have to attack. And there's a lot of of rest that comes with that that allows us to be to be present and enjoy the stuff that we do. From that space, Jeff, I think we're also in a better position to actually perform better. Yeah. Than when our our worth is all tied up in it. It it gives us a freedom or an ability to function at a higher level, not being encumbered by all of those captivating chains. I kind of think of it as that we're bound with chains when, when we think that our worth is tied to our performance. And when we free ourselves from those chains, then our performance actually increases too. Right. Right. Uh, when I was performing for my value, I turned the audience into objects that I had to manipulate into laughter or applause Mm -hmm. and smiles. And so I wasn't totally connected. I was all focused in, in, on myself. And then I met this guy who said, Jeff, it's not about being the best juggler, the best magician, the best comedian. It's about showing up to give to the audience and receive from them. Mm -hmm. And that totally changed how I looked at performing. I thought, wait, no, I thought they were coming just to see my show, but you're telling me that they're coming and I'm coming to the same place to have a relationship, (laughs) to to interact. And um, actual human interaction. Right. I thought, huh, 
well, that's, that's different. But when I started looking at it that way and I started to stand more on my intrinsic value of just showing up and doing the best I can with what I have and, and trying to connect with people, uh, I feel like the, my shows got better and the, the feedback I received completely changed. Right. And you felt differently about it as well. I did. I did. I felt like I was more present in my shows. I was better able to respond to the audience and where they were leading. Whereas before I was, I was so blind to that. I was just focused on me and, and filling my needs. Mm-hmm. It, it's been great. Almost as a paradox, I think we could say it's not really about you. No. <laughs> Which is weird, right? Because people are right. buying tickets. I mean, they're sitting down in, in theaters to watch it, in, in my case, a one-man show. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's so easy to, to fall into uh, believing the, the lie or the perception that it is all about me. But it's, but it's not. It's not. I feel like my shows tank when my perception shifts uh, into earning value. Right. Can I say that publicly? Let's just keep that between you and me, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) You have identified something that is a little elusive to most people. It's really easy, Jeff, for us to get stuck in that mode that, oh, I need to perform. This is about my skills or ability or performance. And yes, that those are the gifts you bring to this interaction. At the end of the day, it's not about you. It's about connecting with other human beings in a meaningful way. And the more value we create for them, the more we focus on them and it's all about them, the better off we are. Right? Right? It's kind of a cool paradox and a sweet compensation, I think. I would agree with you 100%. And here's the thing. With entertainment career, I've been able to cross a lot of social boundaries. Mm-hmm. I've, I've performed for kids, for adults, for mixed audiences, um, first birthday parties uh, in Hindu temples, bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, churches, VBS programs, casinos, mm-hmm. um, schools, library. Like, I'm all over the place. Yes, doesn't matter where I've been or who I've been in front of every single person, every single human being has to answer the questions. What is my value and where does that come from? And it's, it's what we're talking about. And, you know, you see that in kids, you see, it's all over the place. And I thought as a performer, I can work to create a safe space uh, for people to just relax and breathe take the mask off and stop having to earn and just, just be themselves. Uh, or we could take it a step further. And that's what drove me from entertainment into speaking, into coaching, into writing the book, into producing some films that are online for free to help people who uh, may not be able to articulate what they're feeling, but maybe they can see it in, in this piece of art. And I'm trying to, trying to help people stand on that value and uh, that feels great we all can use reminders and we practice some practice we promised earlier some practical uh, suggestions or steps that could be taken jeff you put together a book i've got it right here in my hot little hand 
Blueprint for Value. And this is a this is a quick read. Or <laughs> it's something you could thumb through randomly and find some little reminders. You've also divided it into some sections that make sense. This is a practical approach to getting our perception more in line with what our true value is. Can you tell people about that a little bit? Yeah. I've been reading voraciously since I found out that I was actually worth something. <laughs> <laughs> and and I've read a lot of great books. Uh, we were talking earlier about you know, Amy Cuddy's book on presence, uh, Carol DeWick's book on mindset. I mean, there's so many great books out there that have been a really big help to me and my journey. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, when my perception is down, because it 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 changes moment to moment. Yeah, uh, I need I need a quick reminder to get back to to get back to the truth, back to the fact that I don't have to earn my worth, mm-hmm. and sometimes picking up a 300 page book feels a little daunting. And when I'm down, that's really honestly the last thing I want to do. So I thought, why not take these, these tools that I've learned and put them together in a quick reference book so that when I'm down, I can just open up to any page and remind myself of something that I can be doing to help keep my perception high to match reality. And, uh, that's where the book came from. And thank you for providing that. This is an example, Jeff, of what I think we need more of. There are plenty of reminders out there that we're inadequate. And and they're all based in lies and deception. Um, This is the truth, folks. As Jeff has so skillfully pointed out today, your worth is intrinsic. It is unalterable. It is great. You cannot diminish or increase it. So these little reminders can be very helpful. Jeff, you've also got some other resources available. Your website, coreauthenticity.com. What can people find when they go there? Well, if they go to coreauthenticity.com, they can find information about my speaking. I do a lot of keynoting on leadership and teamwork, communication and grit, all from the value perspective. Uh, I also do half-day trainings. I do individual life coaching and they can find my book. And and if that's not enough, on the resource page, uh, they can find uh, direct links to my mask film series and my uh, short film, Passion and Purpose. Oh, wonderful. It's a one-stop shop. Great resources, and they can connect to the book there and and get all of the other fun, awesome stuff that is provided by Jeff, the amazing Cosatech. <laughs> Jeff, thank you for joining us today. Can we talk again later? I really, oh, I really appreciate this. That would be a lot of fun. <laughs> and there's time for talk, and there's a time for doing. So, folks, it's time for all of us now to go out and live on purpose.